Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. March 20th, 2023. It is Fantasy Suite Night, and are we going to have fun tonight or what? Let's cover right now. Here's your full preview. It's Bachelor Rush Hour. Yeah, this baby said that they don't got a future. Future like that. It burns. All right, we are in for a treat. I've got your full preview for tonight's episode of Bachelor, uh, The Bachelor, and it's Fantasy Suite Week. Zach Shell Cross says, I'm not going to have sex with any of you guys. And then we watch a trailer of him saying, well, let's talk about it. And we're going to cover all of that for you. Plus, we've got Michelle Young and Blake Moynes, a story involving them traveling together to Madagascar. And that'll be an interesting one. As you guys know, I always like talking about the influencer side of Bachelor uh, Nation. And so much more to get into. Let's start it in three, two, one. All right. I hope you had a fun Monday and you're enjoying your rush hour ride home. We have so much to get into today regarding these stories. Plus, I had a couple fun stand-up shows over the weekend. I thought I'd share one of them with you, at least a clip. Uh, Saturday night, I and I never invite my wife to my stand-up shows, mainly because she doesn't want to go. It's like half the jokes are about her. Why does she need to be there, right? Uh, but if you ask any wives of comedians, they'll agree. Yeah, they'll just stay at home. And, you know, that's a good chance for her to watch those Netflix shows that I don't want to watch all the period pieces. You know, she's got those favorite shows. And I'm like, just watch this. Don't make me watch it. Watch this while I'm off at work. But Saturday night, Katie Thurston was at a Hollywood Improv, the famous Hollywood Improv for a stand-up show. And we were going to attend and went with Jess Ambrose and her husband, Evan. And they, of course, star in the uh, Your Mom and Dad podcast, formerly Chatted Broads, and uh, of which I was on a few weeks back. So we all went to dinner beforehand. It was a ton of fun. And as I was heading to watch Katie's show... I got a text, which actually happens a lot in the comedy world, which was, hey, somebody canceled. Can you headline this show? Can you close it out? And so um, it actually worked out very well that the show I got asked to do last minute was about a mile from the Hollywood Improv. So I dropped my wife, Tasha, off with Jess and Katie and that whole crew. They went to her show. I got to do mine. And then I hung out. Uh, we got to all hang out after. It was a ton of fun. Saw some of you Bachelor Nation folks there. So thanks for saying hi, everyone out there. And uh, why don't I do this? Why don't I play a clip of the show I was on. This is a little crowd work clip. I was doing this dumb hack joke about, you know, proposing and then I got uh, a funny response from someone in the audience. Have a listen. All my friends are comics though, so when I got engaged and told, and told them, they all asked the same question. They're like, how'd you get her to say yes? Because I just waited until she turned 32. Oh my god. <laughs> I got an oh my god from someone in their 20s. Okay. <laughs> Did I get it right? I just heard your voice. Your voice sounded young. You are like, oh my god. 24, fuck you. <laughs> you see how confident they are? If she was 26, she'd be quiet, but she's 24 still. I can't, you know, rent a car yet. Fuck you. It's not like you go from 24 to 60. That's where you go. So from. that's a good set in front of about a dozen people, but I wanted to share a little crowd work with you. And actually, there was another one. Maybe I'll share the other one tomorrow, but I had another uh, clip. You know what? No, I'll share it at the end of this video. I'll share it at the, I'm sorry, at the end of this podcast. I'll share the next clip I had from a show I did last night at a different comedy club. I'll share that clip with you at the end of this podcast. But let's jump right into our first piece of content. It's the Bachelor preview for tonight's episode. Have a listen. I know this is a big week. It was at this time with Rachel that everything turned upside down. How scared are you that that could happen again? It's obviously terrifying. What's most important to me and, and to express to each and every single one of the women is no sex. No no sex of, of any kind for 
fantasy suites. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Who brought you that decision? To be honest, speaking Boo. with Sean helped a lot. Okay. Um, you know, he took a very similar approach. I want my. So my Sean part. is the cock block, is what he's saying. He's like Sean Lowe told me he did a similar approach and it worked. Or to be sure in us mm -hmm. as well, and not to to worry about that I'm. Uh, just doing that right before an engagement. Could you? How funny would it be if it took 20 freaking seasons of The Bachelor or whatever season around 700 before Bachelor is finally like, you know what? No sex in the champagne room. Now, of course, Matt James did the same thing. Matt James did the same thing where he said, I'm not going to have sex with any of the people. And um, so far, it's worked out for him. You have to imagine... And again, this this uh, this doesn't make it healthy, but you have to imagine someone like Sh like Sean from Caitlyn Bristow's season could never get over the fact that she um, pumped her Palmer, you know, you know, uh, you know, uh, christened her Chris Harrison, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, smashed her, uh, you know, Connor Brennan on, on, you know, so some people can't get over that. Which you should, you should. If, but it it is it it it, do, it does unearth a new thing where like, look, you and I can judge them all we want. I've never been in a situation where the girl or the lady I'm trying to propose to is also dabbling in sex with somebody else. I just haven't been in that situation. So I can understand when people like Luke P say, hey, I don't want anything to do with this. Now, obviously, it can go too far when you start judging the other person. You just have to be okay with it and walk away and not do it. But if you sign up for it, you also have to be okay with it. And if you're not, you end up breaking up, which usually is what happens. But but Zach says he's going to try to... And now, whether or not Zach will um, uh, you know, pull the goalie, whether or not Zach will decide to uh, um, uh, you know, un unburden himself from the no-sex uh, sort of scenario we'll have to see. What feels right to me is not to explore sexual connections with three different women before falling in love. Like when sex is involved, it can cause so many additional hurdles. It shouldn't be taken lightly. No, sex should be taken heavily and roughly, <laughs> consensually too. Um, so there's that's a good one. So let's see, let's see what he. Uh, and again, we don't. The way they show the fantasy suites isn't always the way they went down. They alter them and edit them in certain ways. So we don't know who got the first one. But we have Ariel, Gabby, and Katie as our final three. And um, let's. I mean, maybe, maybe uh, if if Zach does end up hooking up with one of them, you have to imagine. It's him deciding, all right, I've made my choice. Zach and Ariel, welcome to Thailand. Please use this key to stay as a couple in the fantasy suite. Jesse. I have something actually like I do want to talk to you about. Okay. Um, this on. week in particular, um, sex being off the table. And look, I already saw in the comment section, Cassidy Timbrooks, sex positive, says, sorry, this is so funny, LMFAO. Loving one person at the end of this and sharing that intimate moment should be saved for that moment of engagement. So that's how I'm looking into this week for everyone. I really want to be in the fantasy suite and want to keep exploring this relationship. So I definitely want to have those physical moments as well. You want to hit the road? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. She's just looking absolutely beautiful and I'm thinking to myself, boy oh boy, this is going to be difficult. It's going to be hard not to bang. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, Ariel in the comment section says downvote. And I wonder why. And my thought might be that it's that it's that she wasn't given the, and this is a conspiracy theory, but maybe it was, the, or maybe it's not a conspiracy, but it is a theory that Ariel wasn't given the choice to say no. Uh, at least in the edit, we saw Zach say, look, I'm not trying to bang, you know? 
And Ariel's like, okay, I respect that, but we don't get her saying like, what about what about if she didn't want to bang? You know what I mean? So I don't know if that's why she downvotes it. Let's see if there's any comment. Someone said you're overreact. Let's see. Let's see what people said. Well, um, da -da -da. So anyway, um, there really, there's really nothing in the comments that uh, that would lend to why she gave that a downvote. Very nice. Bed. <laughs> I don't know. Every time we're together, there's this pull. What did I set myself up for? Please do not disturb. Yeah, they kind of do make Ariel look like she's like the seductress that's going to be tempting. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too far into it. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Why would she say downvote? No spoilers in the comment section. Right now I'm feeling a lot of insecurity and I have these feelings that are like haunting me a little bit. So I was in my head a little bit this week. Yeah. It's like because of time it's more like in previous relationships i was like kind of chosen second and so like not seeing you for so long and then being the second fantasy suite i was like oh i feel very second again it's not a mind game it's literally trying to figure this out day by day just no one like it feels right to me this is putting me in my head there are other women here you just get in your own mind i'll be right back i feel very stupid and foolish and why can't I be happy? Okay. I don't even feel like I can go back there. Whoa, whoa. Coming up tonight on The Bachelor. And here's the thing with The Bachelor, it's like walking on thin ice. You know, you're not in the water until you're in the water. And we've been hearing the ice cracking all season long and we've just been waiting for that moment, that payoff. Uh, we're, we're, we're on the edge of our seat, edging, you could say. And uh, we'll have to see if uh, there's a load of drama or not. We'll have to see how it all plays out. And as you guys know, when I got home from Bali uh, this past Tuesday, I was surprised by a nice box of edibles, gummies. Microdose.com is our new sponsor of this week. Bachelor Rush Hour, sponsored by Microdose Gummies. An incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the the right amount of good. And let me tell you something. <laughs> I don't know, know if I recommend this, but I did a little uh, microdose.com. I did a little, some of their gummies before my stand-up show the other night. And I got to tell you, it felt pretty good. Now, I never recommend having too much uh, edible before you perform live in front of an audience, but just the right amount can counteract some of that nerve and anxiety you feel getting on stage. I'm not telling you to microdose before your big office presentation, but maybe give it a shot. You know what I mean? See how it all works out. Look, for me, it's not about getting high. It's about melting into my pillow for a great night's sleep or before I perform stand-up. You don't feel the morning grogginess when you microdose. Microdosing helps curb my anxiety and keeps my creative mind feeling relaxed all day long. You know my schedule, content all morning, stand-up at night. The last thing I need is a poor night of sleep. Not on my watch. Not going to happen. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code RUSHHOUR to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description but again that's microdose.com code rush hour okay let's go to our next fantasy suite clip fantasy suite week and sparks are literally flying this week in particular sex is off the table what feels right to me is not to explore Look, sometimes sex is off the table sometimes sex is on the table sometimes it's behind the table you know sex is a lot of things sexual connections with three different women Oh my God, I said one thing and I did another. What is wrong with you? I don't even feel like I can go back there. I literally just want to go home. This is the biggest mistake I could have done. 
Coming up tonight on The Bachelor. I love it. He goes, sex is off the table. Then he goes, I made a big mistake. What happened, Zach? What'd you do? All right. Well, could you imagine if he's like, I'm not going to have sex with any of you. And then all, he's like, I, and then like three days later, he's like, all right, so that didn't go as planned. Turns out you're all beautiful and, um, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, all right. Here it is. Our final trailer for tonight's episode of The Bachelor. Into this week thinking, take the physical intimacy off the table for the week and to make things less muddy. But in reality, it's gotten a lot worse. Good to see you, brother. Great seeing you, too. Yeah, because what could happen, what could happen here uh, is that he could have been like, sex is off the table. Then on for his first fantasy suite, he ends up having sex. And he's like, you know what? I'm already going to piss somebody off. Let's just go for the old, uh, the old trio. Uh, enough. I don't know. Like, I feel like, like maybe like I really f***ed up like for good. Look, I know this has been an incredibly tumultuous week for you. And I know you feel like you made some mistakes. But guess what? Nobody doesn't make mistakes in this experience. Yeah. It's that time. Women are waiting for you. As always, wish you all the... Old Jesse Palmer deserves a merchandise line. Nobody doesn't make mistakes. It's like a thousand things going on at once. And I'm just like trying to process it, trying to figure it out. And don't want to hurt any of these women. That's the last thing I want. I can't live with that. I, I can't. I'm going to have to be honest with everyone. I came into this week setting parameters on ways to find love or how to think I can navigate finding love. I've caused pain. And that was the, the biggest mistake I could have done. Okay. Uh, someone asked, is he pulling a Clayton? Um, uh, da, 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 da. And someone else said, I bet whoever he slept with just loves hearing she was the biggest mistake. Oh, maybe that's why Ariel downvoted. I don't have the answers. I don't think anyone has spoiled this. I don't think anyone knows how it goes. Alexis Sweetman says, villainize Clayton for doing this, but comforting Zach because you want him to be Sean Lowe 2.0. Y'all confuse me. Yeah, we'll have to see how it all plays out on tonight's episode of The Bachelor. Like he said, I'll be live streaming before and after, and I feel like, I feel like 10 p.m. East Coast, 7 p.m. Pacific, we are going to have a smashing live stream tonight. Smashing is a pun that was intended. Smashing pumpkins uh, or smashing blumpkins. We'll have to see how it all plays out tonight. Get the puns ready. Get the metaphors ready. We're going on a deep dive. We'll see if Zach does as well. Gotta love a good deep dive. And speaking of deep dives, over the weekend, maybe I should start doing this. Leave a comment and let me know. Send me an Instagram DM or whatever if you guys want some movie and TV show reviews. But there's so much going on, and this isn't a sponsor or anything, but there's so much going on on streaming content between Netflix, HBO Max, and all the other Hulus that I want to share with you guys some of the projects I've been watching. Now, I saw on my HBO Max that, and I really should have a referral code if you don't have it, but you know, HBO kind of comes and goes, but I'm telling you, they've got some content for you. We just finished watching uh, Last of Us, which was probably their biggest show since Game of Thrones, you know? And so that's a good show if you haven't watched that. It's like a zombie mushroom show. It's kind of hard, but you know, good story-driven, character-driven show. Uh, but last night I watched Navalny. Am I pronouncing that right? No, Navalny. Navalny, and I heard about this because it just won the Oscar for Best Document Documentary. Navalny is a 2022 documentary film directed by Daniel Rower. The film revolves around Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny and uh, events related to his poisoning. Yeah, so it, it was in the news. I'm not spoiling anything. He was poisoned by uh, by the Russian, uh, you know, uh, uh, Putin, basically, by his people. It's a fascinating documentary. It won all these awards and, of course, just won an Oscar. So if you guys want to watch some, like, real-life drama play out, you almost can't believe what goes down in that documentary. I wanted to pass that along. I also started watching on Hulu a documentary called Finding Michael and it's about a guy who uh, his brother died on Mount Everest 
It's a, tr- it's a true documentary, obviously. His brother died on Everest 20 years ago, and he was just sent a photo that looks like it might be his brother, and it's going to be the highest elevation of them trying to retrieve him. And I don't know how it ends because I started it late last night. I'm going to finish it tonight. I'll let you know if that one's got a payoff, but that's on Hulu. And uh, what else have I watched? Oh, and I just watched Flight MH370. I've I've been fascinated by this story for so long. It's the missing Malaysia flight that um, went down like something like eight years ago. And I tell you what, this documentary presents a whole bunch of different conspiracy theories about what actually happened. But I, when I Googled it, I saw that people said, don't believe what Netflix documentary tells you. Netflix, this documentary just gives three different uh, conspiracies of what people think happened. And a lot of the, a lot of the, uh, the families of those that were on the flight just don't believe the story that lines up. They never found the plane. Now, they found a lot of parts now, but there's this idea that Russia was somehow involved. This feels like an anti-Russia <laughs> sort of uh, podcast, but, you know, of course, uh, a lot of uh, geopolitical uh, things going down in the world as we speak. So it's pretty fascinating to hear the different conspiracies about what might have happened to flight MA. H370. That's on Netflix. I think that's worth it. It's three episodes long. It's kind of a fun one. Um, I think it's okay to share like um, those types of conspiratorial things because I don't think it's disrespectful. In this article, they say, oh, this is disrespectful to those families of the people that were on it. It's like, well, those families are featured in the documentary. They don't agree. They also wonder why this plane never showed up, They why they never found the plane. So I don't know. If you enjoyed the show Lost as much as I did, you might enjoy this unfortunate sort of um, story as it still plays out years later. All right. Well, from one side of the world to the other, let's go to Madagascar, uh, which actually kind of ties into Flight MH3 since I believe the Madagascar was in the region of Eastern Africa, which is where they're saying some wreckage from the flight ended up showing up. Anyway, that's one way to tie it all together. So here's a story about Blake Moynes and Michelle Young traveling together. Have a listen. We've got Blake Moynes posting this in his bio. Join Michelle Young and I in Madagascar. When you click on the link tree, it pulls you up to a Trova Trip, TrovaTrip.com. Now, Trova Trip has received some criticism online. I'm going to go over some of that and then give you my point of view with it all, which essentially boils down to if you know what you're getting into and you pay for it and you have a fun time, the price is the price. The market sets the price. You Could you go to Madagascar for cheaper than 1995 US dollars? Yes. Now, this doesn't cover flights, which can be pretty expensive. But you're not just paying to go to Madagascar. You're paying to go to Madagascar with bad boy Blake Moines. Okay? That costs money. You don't get to do that for free. He's, uh, you know, or you don't go. You know what I mean? If if uh, and I, if someone like Blake overestimated his likability and no one bought tickets, the trip's not happening. It's a crowdfunded trip that happens if eight to 16 people decide they want to go. So obviously the price is going to be a little bit higher. And I say that because some of the criticism is, well, you can go cheaper. Yeah, you can go with your old Aunt Sally. You can do whatever the hell you want. But if you want to go with Blake Moines, this is the price. So um, anyway, there's some comments saying um, if, you know, maybe their cancellation policy is not as good as other places. I feel like that's one of the concerns, which is uh, very nitpicky. And it is not my place to tell people what to do with their money. But let's get educated because it is interesting. And um, travel influencing is a sort of new market that's sprung up from the tra- from the influencer industry. I'm uh, listen. 
I'm all for influencers. I'm pro-influencers. The only time we have a problem with influencers, at least specifically when I do, is when they're hypocritical. When they're like, oh, we're you know trying to solve the world's issues, and then they you know take money from companies that have proven like slave labor and things like that. That's where I have problems. I have problems with influencers when they're paid by tourism departments to go to um, you know you know uh, Dubai to promote a new hotel brand, and it's clearly like a sort of there's clearly agenda behind it and then people go but dave you went to indonesia which is also a muslim country that has issues with you know this and that it's like yeah absolutely but i wasn't paid to go there so when you're influencing you have to look a little bit into where your money's being spent and who's buying you and with trova trip you have to look into that but um uh, you know, as long as you're getting what you're paying for, as long as you're paying for certain hotel experiences and you're getting the breakfast you pay for and all this, uh, and as long and the only the only way that this trip would be like a bust is if you find out that Michelle and Blake don't want to talk to you. You're paying this, and this is why. And, and listen, let me tell you something. If my wife and I wanted to do a Trova trip, I think we could sell it out in the first day. I truly believe it because you guys are such loyal audience, and I think you would want to travel with us. Now, do, do I think that would be a pleasant experience for my wife and I? It wouldn't exactly be us traveling alone, hand in hand, through the you know whatever. There's there's a an exchange of. A bandwidth that has to happen. You're paying to travel with these influencers. You expect to hear a couple stories, spend some time with them. And that's just part of what it is. So it, in, in, in essence, is work for them to an extent. So, you know, a lot of people say, oh, but the influencers get a free trip out of this. Yeah, I mean, kind of, but like, what is free? They're going to be spending time entertaining you to an extent. And that, that, that's worth something. Founded in 2017, Trova Trip is one of the newest curated group travel to make a splash on the internet. A trip management platform and marketplace where travelers can connect with top experts, influencers, and small businesses from around the globe. These experts can host group trips and provide unique itinerary experiences for travelers looking for wanderlust. Trova Trip offers experiences in 40 countries and 350 trips. So yeah, so it's it's essentially a package trip. And if you've ever been on a package trip, like a cruise or, you know, we, uh, you know, you can do them at different level, different extent of how, how packaged they are. Sometimes they just package together several different locations and transportation. Sometimes they package together the tours you'll be on. You, 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 it drives the price down because you're dealing with someone who knows the local price, but obviously there's money being skimmed off it in one direction or another. That just is what's going to happen. So here's the uh, host frequently asked questions for Trover Trip. Um, is my trip free? Everything is included in the host being Michelle Young and Blake Moinsier. Everything included on the itinerary for travelers is also included for you at no cost. So clearly this, you know, they're, they're paid to be there in an essence because they're able to curate an audience that pays a little bit extra money than they would normally pay for this to happen. That sounds pretty fair in my book. And they have less, so they have nine spots left. So I wonder if that means they've sold seven tickets. They're doing eight to 16 spots. So you get eight breakfast, two lunches, double occupancy, which means you will be staying with another person who decides to go, which is, I think, totally fine if you decide to go with a partner. Although I get, I'm assuming they'll have more uh, people. You know, can you imagine if I surprised my wife? I'm like, honey, I booked us a trip to Madagascar. We're going on a double date with Michelle and Blake. She'd be like, huh, what do we, no, let's not do that. Um, or maybe she would like to, who knows? But anyway, it shows you the activities that included walking tours, night visits, national parks, uh, you know, and all that. Um, exclusions, international flights, food and alcohol, except the ones that are noted, tips for your guides, air 
airport transfers out of designated times. So here they are, two reality TV personalities who share a passion of giving back and shining light on their respective fields of conservation and education. Blake and Michelle partner with nonprofits around the world to bring awareness to causes near and dear to them. They love a new adventure and want you to come along. Join these two for a trip to remember. And there they are in the beautiful country of Madagascar. Now, of course, you know that from the hit cartoon, Madagascar. Um, I'll read a comment. That's 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 a negative way to look at this, which I I'll tell you where I disagree with it and where we can also look at this, at, you know, to, to be weary at, at the least. This trip is not planned by Blake. It's planned by this predatory company called Trova Trip that works with a lot of influencers to take advantage of naive fans such as yourself and many others in this thread. Basically, the price is marked up because the trip is entirely funded by the fans. I, I th- that seems obvious to me. Does not seem. Do, do you think Blake's out of his own money being like i gotta go meet deborah from des moines i need you know i think we can all agree that that's that's obvious here you know when, when there's a meetup when when uh when uh you know uh i don't know who who whoever jake when Jim, jake pavelta is gonna be at jimmy's saloon and uh there's a meetup there uh that's that's organized somebody's paying him to be there he's not just going there to see uh nancy from nebraska no offense nancy the, that's a parasocial relationship the company then puts you and the other fans in a shitty hotel where you have to share rooms while the influencers get lavish accommodations which of course have been paid for by the fans you pay for an overpriced trip and most likely a mediocre experience uh, objection uh you know leading the witness i don't know the influencer gets a free trip and trova trip provides off profits off an additional fee pretty sure airfare isn't even included either so all things considered the price shown is far from reasonable you don't get a refund if the influencer cancels the trip i don't know if that's true that would be wild if you didn't get it that would be wild if you didn't get a refund and the influencer was the one who canceled the trip i doubt that that happens i haven't personally been involved for this company okay so this is someone who hasn't been there and, and they say it's fire fest vibes look like I said, there's there's no such thing as a free lunch. This is e- economics 101. You, there, yes, maybe maybe Michelle and Blake stay in a nicer room, but they're gonna. So so what happens is this: Trova trips. You set the price. Blake and Michelle get to set the price. They they pick out a price that works. 19.95. Now, are there? Are there um, social media people that will bump the price up? Absolutely. So if if the break-even price for this trip is $1,400, then they're going to make $500, $600, whatever. They're going to make that money per person. So if 10 people go, they make six grand and split it two ways. They make 3000 each. That doesn't cover their airfare. So the point being is it's not a huge cash grab for them, guys. They're not. They're not walking away from this, uh, it, going into retirement. And I'm sure, especially for someone like Michelle, I'm sure it would be exhausting for her to do this, just because it feels like I don't know. It feels like uh, for her that uh, there, there would be a lot, depending on who the who the people are. You know, the, you know, as far as the conversations go. Whereas I think I feel like Blake's. Um, more extroverted. That's just my projection. I haven't met Michelle. Um, what about my airfare? You can choose an advancement of your earnings to cover flights. So it's really just like you set the price, you get your profit, you can put it toward your flights. So Blake and Michelle still have to pay for their flights to get there. Look, they make, I mean, some of these influencers are making six-figure deals to post. So I'm telling you, this isn't a huge profit thing for them. Um, where will we stay? Accommodations vary depending on destinations. Um, you have the option to record request a preferred accommodation type when you submit the trip request please note accommodations are subject to change okay so this is um 
Uh, da -da, are there limits to how much I can pack? Okay, so uh, can I bring someone on my trip? Uh, plus ones are welcome. However, the most the more the more people you include on the trip, the higher the cost to operate because we have to factor in their free trip as well. So anyway, yeah, what it comes down to is Trover trips not losing money. Blake and Michelle aren't losing money. So the audience pays a couple extra bucks. Maybe it's a 25% upcharge to go on a bachelor trip to Madagascar. I don't know what else I can say about this. You know, this idea that we have that we got to protect these innocent people, like, you know what you're signing up for. You know what I mean? So anyway, uh, before we get out of here, as promised, here's a clip of crowd work from last night's show I did at HaHa ha, uh, Comedy Club. If you want to come to a stand-up show and you don't live in Los Angeles and you're like, well, Dave, when are you going to perform in my area? I just ask that you put your news, your information into my contact list and I'll send you a newsletter when I'm in your area. So say we get 50 people that are like, oh my gosh, I'm in Chicago, I want you to perform. If I see that we have a market there, I can fly to Chicago and book a show. And obviously those 50 people bring some people and other people show up and I promote it and we get a full audience. So that's the way it works. And I have done that. I have flown to different parts of the country when I know I've got an audience in that area. Link in the description of this video, linktree.com slash Dave Neal. And it'll show you how to sign up for the newsletter. Super easy, super free, all that jazz. All right, here's a clip from last night's show where we randomly start talking about Harry Potter. Have a listen. Did you hear that the Slytherin chick was the one heckling too? I'm, I'm on to all of you guys. It's all me, Hufflepuff Dave in the back, just knows me too. Yeah, thank you. I got, a, I got a polite clap from another Hufflepuff, yeah. Hufflepuffs don't sell stand-up tickets. They don't. They're like, ah, oh, the Sunday American Idol's on. Yeah. I appreciate my fellow Hufflepuff. Thank you so much for that. I, um, I'm banging a uh, Slytherin. No, what's going on? What's, what my wife is. Um, listen, what's the other one? What's, yeah, she's like, alright, Gryffindor. <laughs> That's not my wife, but she must know my wife, I guess. The Gryffindors, they're all walking together in chat rooms. I don't know, I didn't realize this would be a Harry Potter set. Let's do material. Um... <laughs> All right, we will have that full stand-up comedy set available on Patreon. If anyone wants to watch that, patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Patreon.com slash D-A-V-E-N-E-A-L-N-E-A-L. That's our behind-the-scenes uh, membership-only community. You can go join that right now. We're going to have a ton of content over there now that the finals are happening. But either way, we'll be back for the live stream. So much more content coming your way. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour. Bachelor Rush Hour.